All right, now time to talk about grocery prices. Now, these have been making headlines a lot recently with uh, all of the sort of government inquiries that are being launched. We've seen state governments like here in Queensland launch an inquiry into uh, supposed uh, price gouging by supermarkets. Uh, and then we've also had, um, you know, federal government investigations there. And then we had the uh, the ACTU release a report as well. Um, obviously, they're going to have their slants on it. But uh, they did sort of manage to get former ACCC head uh, Alan Fells to head up that report, even though he's uh, retired and uh, in his 80s now. He's still uh, still got it, apparently, able to launch an investigation of his own and a full report into price gouging. But joining us to discuss is our resident grocery price expert and uh, the writer of the Savings Grocery Price Index, or GPI, Harry O'Sullivan. G'day, Harry. Hey, dog. Hey, Harrison. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting one, Harry. Uh, our, our very own index of something. Um, so you've been feverishly going down to Coles and Woolies every month, tracking the prices or just going online. Um, but what have you noticed in the last few months? Um, I think the index shows that you know prices are kind of flat on a few things. Um, is all the heat on the on Coles and Woolies kind of working, or or do you think that this is just how it is? Yeah. So um, obviously we we've only had this for three months or so. So in that time, there haven't been the dramatic price increases that we would expect over like a, a longer period. But I think that the, the thing that startled me the most about doing this is seeing just how closely the prices at Coles and the prices at Woolies just, they just match one another stroke for stroke. I think the only product on there where there's a consistent discrepancy was um, white sugar, where I think Coles, you can get it for 30 cents cheaper. And that's been consistent for the last three months. So. You know, if you're a fiend for sugar, it's causes where to head. But yeah, I think that the um, it definitely made some of the um, ACCC related concerns resonate a bit more for me looking at it because I'm like this, you know, in an ideal world, maybe you would want these supermarkets to be undercutting one another a bit. Whereas, mm. yeah, it's pretty clear that they just, yeah, just a lot, very much aligned. Mm-hmm. Well, I think earlier in the podcast when uh, Hazard and I were talking about, uh, you know, ANZ Bank and Suncorp Bank merger happening, whether that would be good for consumers or not, um, you know, I said, well, I don't know, because it's, it's so hard to have a definitive answer about whether that'll be a good thing or not. You know, theory might suggest that, you know, competition is good. Like we need as much competition as possible because it drives um, people to, to bring their prices down to yeah compete for, for customers. But then you, you know you know as as I mentioned um, you know sometimes in some sectors like for example the superannuation industry we saw there was so much competition that a lot of um, super funds were not meeting the standards required to help adequately fund people's retirement uh, and they were being forced to basically merge with others to be uh, more sustainable. So you know sometimes we wonder. I mean you said you were looking at uh, the the UK um, market supermarket um, supermarket market. Uh, where maybe there are a few more providers out there and, and they're competing for prices. So what did your research there find? Yeah, so it just I did a, a quick similar analysis of the... Um, I did it for, So uh, Tesco's, Asda, Sainsbury's, Morrison's and Waitrose, which would be the the five biggest supermarkets in, in England. And yeah, there's just obviously, you know, broadly, there's nowhere charging like double price of anywhere else for milk, for example. But broadly, there's just much more discrepancy between, you know, Chicken will be cheaper at one place, but milk is cheaper at another. So it just, it, I guess that kind of reinforces the idea that more competition does drive down prices. But we did a quick comparison of the Aussie prices and the English ones, and see, completely oversimplistic, but the Aussie ones were still cheaper. So maybe there is something to be said for 
the scale that Coles and Woolies can operate at, maybe that does mean that there are ways that they can deliver low prices to to customers. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, where did you shop when you're in the UK? I would we basically just went to the closest one, but I, I my my mom liked to go to Waitrose a bit. Oh, thanks. I think I think my old man was more of a more of a Tesco sort of. Waitrose, I, I actually don't think I've ever seen or been in a Waitrose. When I've, I've been in the UK a fair bit and, um, you know, I've gone to Tesco's, Morrison's, Sainsbury's. Um, Waitrose, I'd not heard of. What was the other one? Um, Asda. 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 Asda a bit cheaper than, okay. than, than Tesco's. Yeah, right. And I guess in Australia here, we've got, you know, obviously the big two, Coles and Woolies. But Aldi, you know, I'm an Aldi shopper. I think but Aldi is Aldi bits. very underrated. Yeah. I think that, you know, all this, you know, the inquiries into Coles and Woolies, I think if people are upset they need to start shopping at Aldi in Australia as a whole there's a it, it seems like it's one of the most consolidated like most sectors that really really consolidate with with the top two and it's maybe over time there hasn't been the you know competition measures put in place where so now it's got to the point where it would be really really difficult for say a third supermarket to emerge because of how big Coles and Woolies have been been allowed to get like the I guess that the banking thing's another one as well like on the back of today's decision, it's now pretty unlikely that there will be another, it will become a big five instead of a big four. Mm. It's um, pretty interesting because in, you know, to give a shout out to another investigation into grocery prices, but Four Corners did um, a, a sort of burst on grocery prices and stuff. And they found out that um, a lot of the money that Woolies and Coles are making is from the land on their, of their site. So they're land banking, they're buying land which um, stops competition from from setting up shop um, and then uh, so that that's a benefit for them and then they can sell the land or develop it years later um, and that's kind of what, what McDonald's does as well like a yeah. lot of their profits are from land not so much the mm. shop itself um, which I found pretty interesting as well um, so that might stop other grocery retailers from setting up shop like I think Cough, cough Land or, or whatever was meant to um, that was the Kaufland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was meant to um, start a few years ago, but they just took one look at the Australian market and thought, not nah, too hard um, to make inroads there." And that could be due to the land banking. It's hard to find a big parcel of land um, out there to establish a, a, a big supermarket, I guess. Um, and I, in my opinion, the ACCC has been all over the shop lately because they approved um, NAB's acquisition of City, uh, and now. Cities pull the pin on Diners Club, so there's only going to be one charge card provider in the market, which is Amex, um, and then they block the acquisition um, of ANZ's acquisition of Suncorp, and then the tribunal says no, that that's that's a go ahead, and then there's all this browbeating about grocery prices, so a bit of inconsistent messaging from the from the I guess watchdog there. Um, I mean, there's there's still Costco. We've forgotten about that. That's another one, kind of this sort of slowly expanding operations in Australia. I think there's another one that's just opened in, on the Gold Coast quite recently. Um, go. Do they do they do everything? They do, but I mean, it's, it's not like a standard supermarket, really. You can get, you know, grocery goods uh, and they tend to be much larger. Like, I think I saw the biggest tub of, um, you know, um, peanut butter that I've ever seen in my life in inside of Costco. So it's a bit of a novelty. I think you, you, you're getting a, a bit of a discount by buying in bulk. Mm. So some people are trying to be clever and, and buy some goods in bulk via Costco. Um, you know, it's like an absolutely enormous, um, you know, house-sized uh, thing of toilet paper. 
<laughs> or yeah, you know, there's also a membership fee for Costco as well, which I think that's sixty bucks. It adds up, yeah. and they're often in far flung areas, so yeah. you like make the commitment <laughs> to drive there. I know. Uh, well, I mean, the one for Brisbane, you have to drive out to like North Lakes, um, unless there's a newer one that's open. But I remember, I was just like. We'd only go there, you know, on the way up to the Sunshine Coast because just a bit of a novelty to pop in and have a look and go, wow, look how crazy this is. It would be interesting to see in, you know, super rural areas where there's probably, it isn't a Coles or Woolies servicing, mm-hmm. like in um, Longreach, for example, it is a, it's an IGA. It would be interesting to yeah, see on. Yeah. those kind of, like, you know, the smaller ones who operate out there, what how their price is compared mm-hmm. to, to Coles and Woolies. Because I guess if, you know, people in the bush are paying a lot more than we are for groceries it would mm. kind of you know show that maybe competition isn't the be all and end all mm-hmm. and it's maybe a good thing that Coles and Woolies can operate on the size they do yeah potentially that's the thing but I also think you know maybe our people are slamming them a bit harder than necessary that could be a controversial opinion but you know Coles and Woolies operate on a very low margin high volume type of business so it's it's purely based on volume the, the scale that they have from what i understand in the uk like i think um their margins like profit margins are around 4.8 to 5% the uk supermarkets are around high twos threes even mm. like high, like high threes as well so like well, nothing it's, it's not crazy four times yeah, yeah so and in australia you know like as as you kind of suggested there that you know we're a long way from a lot of places uh shipping for goods that we don't produce here um is expensive and costly and we just don't have you know we have a few sort of mid- mid-sized cities in the grand scheme of things and a few couple of regional towns and then there's a big lot of nothing in the middle so trucking and all and trains and stuff costs a lot as well but anyway we could talk all day about grocery prices as we get so fired up about it uh it is interesting though you know and fun uh, you know, and as we mentioned, you know, Harry's got uh, the grocery price index on page on savings.com.au. You can find it there. Or you can actually just Google uh, grocery prices of Australia and uh, you'll find the, the page I think is ranking one or two on Google. So um, it's doing quite well. Um, and, and basically, yeah, he's, he's just going through <laughs> Coles and Woolies and then looking at um, all their prices each month. Uh, they're around the same time of, of each month. They're collecting the prices for each good. So we're going to track that. Uh, we've only got, you know, three months worth of data so far. But we're going to track that and, you know, within a year, I think we're going to have some really cool insights into how much prices are increasing or decreasing. So, yeah, keep up the good work, Harry. And thanks for joining us on the Savings Tip Chart. Thanks for having me.